19 months into what the World Health Organization officially declared a pandemic on March 11th, 2020, it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say that we are eager to have a sense of normality. Normality is something that we are trying to get back to here at the station, where we wear masks and are socially distant. We clean our mics and equipment and incorporate added safety measures into our routine. Seeing familiar faces daily, even if it's just half of their face, brings back some of that regularity of everyday life. One thing I've done to get back to our habitual day-to-day routine was getting vaccinated. I did it because I was itching to get back out there. I'm a natural homebody, but you avidly long to start socializing again when stuck in a tiny apartment for a few months. I spoke to Dr. Hashim Zaybak, pharmacist and owner of Hayat Pharmacy, to learn more about COVID-19 vaccines. Dr. Zaybak graduated from pharmacy school 23 years ago and in 2011 opened the first Hayat Pharmacy to assist underserved communities in Milwaukee. There are over 20 locations throughout the city, which makes sense because Hayat is the native Arabic term for life. So let's start with the most direct question. How do COVID vaccines work? Uh, Just like the other vaccines, COVID vaccine works by stimulating your own immune system to create antibodies. So when you are exposed to a real virus, let's say two weeks or three weeks after you get vaccinated, your body will be like, oh, I know this, I can fight it. And it's not a surprise for your immune system. So um, that's how it works by, by building those antibodies and creating a lot of them into your system. So when you're exposed to a person, maybe you're in a room with somebody who has COVID and they sneeze or cough, Um, there's a better chance of you not getting the disease versus somebody else. Yeah, so, you know, we hear a lot about side effects, like a sore arm, fatigue. But can you speak a little bit more about benefits that come with COVID vaccines? Vaccines are just like any medication. Uh, Every medication has side effects and benefits. And if a drug is uh, approved in the United States, uh, the FDA has to look at it and say, the benefits overweigh the risks. Um, And just like, and with the vaccine, there are people who get very mild side effects and some people who get severe side effects from the vaccines. But overall, the benefits are a lot more significant than any risk. You know, sometimes I, I understand that because there are, you know, there are people that are scared of needles. Going to the doctor or getting a shot can be incredibly intimidating. Um, can you recall an interaction with someone that was fearful about the side effects? Um, we get questions sometimes from pregnant ladies that say, I'm in my first, second, or tri- third trimester, and should I get vaccinated or not? And I let them know, okay, this is what you should think of. If you get COVID today because you're not vaccinated and you get dehydrated and you end up in the hospital and you increase your risk of, of miscarriage, those are really significant risks versus getting the the vaccine and, yes, you might get a sore arm, you might get a little bit of fever the next day, you might be tired the next day. I mean, when I got mine, I was sleepy the, the next day. But those are small risks to take versus the actual risk that people get from the actual COVID disease. Yeah, that's a fair point. Let's just say you got your vaccination. Is there a chance that you can still get COVID? And, you know, do you have to test for COVID if you're vaccinated? If so, how often? Uh, 
people actually are coming to our pharmacy to test on a daily basis. And we test anywhere from 100 to 200 patients a day. And we do see people who actually get, get, who actually get what we call a breakthrough infection. They really got vaccinated a few months ago and they're still testing positive. Most of these people who end up getting COVID after the vaccination end up with very, very mild cases. Uh, I haven't met anybody who had a severe case after getting the uh, COVID vaccine. So there is still a risk. My suggestion is you really don't need to test unless you have symptoms. So once you're fully vaccinated, you really don't need to test unless you uh, have symptoms or if you're traveling. Uh, a lot of destinations do require uh, a, a proof of the person being negative before traveling to them. That's good to know. That's something that often confused me because I, I just honestly didn't know if I should be regularly testing. And I think a lot of our listeners would benefit from that clarification. Now, a lot of companies now require you to prove that you uh, are negative on a weekly basis mm. um, if you're not vaccinated. So a lot of companies uh, now, if they say, if, if you decide not to get vaccinated, that's fine. You can still work with us. You just need to show us a negative PCR result every week. Wait, what's the difference between, you know, the PCR test and let's just say, you know, testing kits that you can do at home? There's a difference. The technology is different. Uh, the, the, vac- the tests that you do at home are called antigen tests. So they're quick, they're rapid, and they get you an accurate result. Sometimes we do get false negatives with those where uh, it doesn't catch certain strains of the, uh, of the virus versus the PCR. The PCR is a gold standard. The PCR result, if, if it is positive, the person is truly positive. And if it's negative, the person is most likely, most likely negative. Yeah. And I think that's something like folks have to factor in and treat it as a case-to-case basis. But Wow, 200 a day. That's that's a lot of interaction. Have you dealt with anyone that has like some hesitancy around vaccines? The vaccine hesitancy is a lot more significant amongst minorities. Whether you're talking to uh, about the black community, the Hispanic community, the Arabic community, the new immigrants, uh, Russian community, it's um, it's it's just a lot more common. Uh, again, for us as healthcare providers, we just have to be respectful of their opinion and and try to try to explain to them. There are people who are on the extreme where they say, no matter what you tell me, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And then there are other people on the other extreme. They're like, give me the vaccine. As soon as the booster is available, sign me up. And there are people in the middle. And those, those are usually are the ones that you can work with and, and try to convince them to get vaccinated. Um, I, I would be lying to you if I told you it hasn't been a challenge. With folks that have been hesitant, I'm really interested to know, um, have they spoken to you or have you learned perhaps like their reasoning behind being hesitant? People, for example, say, I want to I wanna travel overseas to meet, see my family in India. And I just want to make sure that uh, I'm protected and they're protected for my, for my parents. Um, we have people who say, I... Um, uh, my my wife just got pregnant, and I just want to make sure I, I don't p- pass the disease to her. Uh, or my uh, mother just got diagnosed with cancer, and I just want to make sure that I'm not passing any disease to her. Um, and sometimes it's like my job made me get vaccinated, and I really don't want to get vaccinated, but I'm going to lose my job next week if I don't get vaccinated. Um, so it's uh, different people 
have different uh, reasons. Yeah, I know a guy that honestly just did it because of the risk of losing your job. And, you know, I have a friend who believes in these conspiracy theories, but didn't want to miss out on Summerfest concert. You know, FOMO, fear of missing out, can honestly be a great motivator. And for a lot, for a lot of people, actually, the only reason they didn't get vaccinated is because they're busy. Yeah. Seriously, I hear this all the time. I'm just too busy. And that's why we've uh, changed our schedule to accommodate those people. We're open now seven days a week on 8th and late, and people can walk in and they get vaccinated. For a lot of people, the reason they did not get vaccinated is because the system was too complicated. They don't know how to register for an appointment. And uh, sometimes we forget about those people. Sometimes we assume, oh, c- come on, it's just an app. All they need to do is just download an app and put in their name. And we forget that the app requires an email, and some people don't have emails. We spoke a lot about fear with vaccines and, you know, challenges around hesitancy. But let's talk about some positive interactions. Have you had any of those? Lots of positive. I mean, you get those ca- uh, cards from the people that saying, thank you so much for allowing me to get my life back. Thank you for allowing me to uh, be able to go get, give my grandchildren a hug. Uh, thank you for uh, allowing me to. We got a, we had a beautiful card from a lady, and she said thank you for allowing me just to walk in and not having to make an appointment because I don't own a computer and I don't know, own a smartphone, and um, and I'm 70 years old and this this really changed my life. That was that was very beautiful. The one about hugging your grandparents really struck a nerve with me because sometimes it's like the simple things you forget. Um, and you take that for granted. Um, before we end, I, I, I wanted to ask you a question that I frequently hear. If you are already vaccinated, why do you need to wear a mask? When you wear a mask, you're actually protecting the others. You're just really making sure that if for some reason you get the, the virus, you're not transmitting it to somebody else. At the end of the day, a person who's vaccinated can be a carrier can carry the virus from person A to person B. What about boosters? What are they? Does Hyatt's Pharmacy offer them? Um, We know now that with time, the immunity that we get from the COVID vaccine drops gradually over time. And the new studies are showing that six months after getting the uh, Pfizer vaccine, now that's that's the only one that's approved today for a booster, To be honest with you, I think that with time, we're going to have boosters for all different vaccines. But today with Pfizer, we know that six months after the second dose, the immunity drops to a level where we do need to get a booster. And the booster is exactly the same volume, the same concentration of the vaccine. It's not not any different from the first and the second dose, but it's it's just... uh, a booster to boost the immune system back to where it should be. Um, and um, now that's different from a third dose that immunocompromised patients need. Thank you so much, Hashem. I feel like this was incredibly informative and educational. And it's kind of nice to just like have a real talk about, you know, boosters, hesitancy. Um, and this was really a delight. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs>